Dr. Angel Falzoni, and we are here for Go Yard, hitting home runs tonight, as always, right here on this station, and we are so glad you've joined us in the Tampa Bay area live, and then next week on the Starcom Media Network at 5 o'clock Eastern, and we are so glad to have all of those new stations joining us, aren't we, Dr. Angel? Absolutely. Around the globe, actually. So, uh, we just welcome every single one of you, and we're looking forward to a great show tonight, as always. Last week, we had a fun show about spring break, and that was great. This is a little deeper and a little more serious tonight, Dr. Angel. Yes, it is. But it's fun. Don't you think when we talk, tackle difficult topics? I think it's fun. I don't know if I'd go straight to fun. But <laughs> <laughs> so what would you would stick at? Uh, informative, interesting, uh, entertaining, not entertaining. No. no okay. <laughs> just, I know, as always, the goal really is to get in there and just help people to live the best life they can. And sometimes Absolutely. we need to take difficult subjects and, and try to help us relate it in a way that we can live that life that we're looking for. Absolutely. Grab a pen and... Uh, grab a pen and write down this number, 727-888-4171. That's our text number during the show or anytime, 727-888-4171. During the show, you may just want to weigh in tonight, and Engineer Chris will answer our phones and get you over to us. That number is 727-441-3000. i give that to you one more time. You better write it down somewhere because this topic is going to get interesting and you just may want to ask a question or you may want to comment. 727-441-3000. So here we go. In the news, Dr. Angel, for the last couple weeks, what are we hearing constantly? Well, I think before we talk about our subject, I want to preface preferences that we this is not going to be a political we're not going political with this and we're not going on the religion wagon with this no we're wanting to take the subject take it apart and and bring it back down so discussing the hot button topics that are in the news is the freedom of religion bill Right. Coming up in many states. But we're not going to take it on from a religious standpoint. We're not going to take political. it from a political standpoint. So it's calm down, everyone. Calm down, everyone. It's going to be personal. Right. Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. And so I'm sure many of our listeners have heard what the Freedom of Religion Bill kind of encompasses is um, states like Indiana, Arkansas, Louisiana, and many others are bringing bills up to their states to allow um, religious freedom in the way that it will allow them to discriminate against certain people that go against their religious beliefs. And some of them would say that the the intent of that is not to discriminate. But to have freedom to practice their but religion. But to have freedom to practice their religion. And we understand that. Yes. And there's two sides of this, and they're very heated sides. Right. So we don't even want to get into that. Not at all. But at the basis of all this is a core value in our nation right now that has gotten worse and worse it seems to me in the last few years in a lot of ways um, of discrimination and that's the word we're going to talk about tonight and that's what we want to talk about um, right i think a lot of people with the way it, um, some of this has been presented has come against one specific group but it's not about one specific group um, okay i've hear a lot i've heard both sides of this issues it's People you, are very passionate about whichever side they oh, take. Oh, yeah. And you've done a lot of research on this, especially in the last few weeks because of your thesis right now that you're working on, your dissertation. So with looking at everything, um, it's about it's the way things are written is that religion can discriminate based right. on whatever goes against the religious values. And so a lot of people have come out and said, oh, well, this is just against the LGBT community. Not at all. Right. It can be against anything that right. subjectively goes against someone's religious values. Even the state of Florida, we have a child welfare bill going up right now. Okay. That would allow agencies who have children, have child welfare children, to place in families that they deem go with their religion. Oh, wow. Okay. So, what can that really mean? Well, practicing our freedom of religion is 
one of our freedoms it's here in one America. of our one of our fundamental rights in the constitution however being human is right. another one of our rights that sure. we have here in america right and so we have these two rights and they're converging with each other right okay. now. okay so yes discrimination what does it mean Define it, Dr. Angel. That's Because uh, some people may not really understand what that really means in all of its ramifications. Well, in discrimination, an action, it's an action that denies social participation or human rights to categories of people based on a prejudice. Um, this includes treatment of an individual or group based upon their actual or perceived membership of certain group of society. Okay, and so discrimination can be a part of our culture and our social interactions in a lot of different ways. It's not just in this area of the gay no, the, and that's just it. I the want gay protests. That's the, that's the purpose. I right. want to expand our thinking here. Exactly. You know, every modern generation here in America, we have had certain groups that there's been great mass discrimination against. Right from. Um, women's suffrage, from race, from uh, biracial relationships, biracial children, and right. now the big hot topic is obviously the same-sex marriage or the LGBT rights, but we've all had, we've had many groups. Do you remember back, I don't know, maybe it was 20 years ago or longer, when Murphy Brown, that mm-hmm. Candace Bergen had her show, sitcom, Dan Quayle was running for something, I don't know, vice president, I guess. And there was that big, hot debate going on because Murphy Brown was going to have a child on that show without being married. Do you remember that? I absolutely do remember that. You're sure you're not too young to remember that, Dr. Angel? I remember it. (laughs) I do remember that. (laughs) Even Chris remembers that. You know, and that's it. Single parenting. Single parenting. It's another issue that can be part of discrimination. So it's any group. And you don't even have to belong to the group. Because some of these groups can be so variety of what they are. Someone could just think you belong to that group and you get the actions of discriminated against, whatever that looks like. Right. And it can look like a lot of different things in a lot of different situations. And it can. And, you know, a lot of times when we talk about discrimination, the first thing people think of is race. Yes. Or your That's what I think most people think of that. Yeah. But it's such a big topic. It so much more than anything. That. So it's and anyone at any time can be the object of discrimination. Right. Yeah, they can be. Anybody, Anybody. can. Anybody and everybody. Absolutely. I certainly have been. Um, and I want to I, I was thinking about this as I was driving this to the studio and I wanted to tell this quick little story. Go ahead. Um, many years ago, I lived in Indiana, was born in Indiana, then grew up in Central America as a missionary's kid, came back to Indiana, got married and lived there. I owned a Christian bookstore, managed it and owned it. Uh, in 1984, my husband and I went through a divorce. Okay, I was owning the Christian bookstore. Uh, I had a preacher, uh, I won't say what type of church, come into the bookstore one day who used to buy a lot of things in the bookstore, and he said, I hear you're getting a divorce. I said, yes. He proceeded to scream and yell at me and throw scripture and tell me I was going to hell and all that. Okay, And I just stood there in shock and I just kind of, okay, that's your opinion, and I didn't argue. I just let it go. There there was no point in that. Okay, so just let it go. Forgot about it. Four or five years later after that, I was pastoring a church by then, and I had two morning radio shows, okay, in this small town. And one day, as our show was airing, and I recorded it earlier and then went on live on Sunday morning, I got somebody, I was getting ready for the service at church, and somebody said, there's somebody on the phone that is urgently needing to talk to you. Okay, all right, so I go to the phone. It was that preacher. And he said, I heard your show this morning, and I absolutely, God has been dealing with me for a while that I need to call and ask you to forgive me for what I did to you. Wow. And I said, I do remember what you did to me. (laughs) And yes, of course, sir, you are forgiven. But that was such an interesting breakthrough. And I I mean, that was instrumental in our church. People began to say, okay, forgiveness is the answer here. He doesn't, he he said, I still don't like divorce, da, da, da. Okay, fine. Yeah, it's your opinion. This is what happened to me. I ended up being divorced. Not what I wanted to be, but I was. Okay, so. This is the kind of thing we're talking about on the show, isn't it, Doctor? It's it's discrimination in any kind of where people just don't agree with our actions. Or it doesn't even have to be an action. It can just be an attribute we're born with. Um, right. Or the way know, we look. Or, or the way we dress. And, you know, I got I can tell you a quick one is 
you know, I am pretty down to earth girl and I like to wear casual clothes and I'm not, you know, made up or fancy. I'm pretty casual. And you know what? I get people just think I'm not smart when they meet me. So they judge me and they think I'm less than and they don't want to hear what I have to say at times. And so I'm the object of discrimination where I've had to work really hard to prove that I have the credibility that I have to certain groups of people because when they see me, I don't look like I'm a doctor. But you sure have a new (laughs) wardrobe that looks really great. So thank you. (laughs) But anyway, these are examples. So discrimination doesn't have to be racial. It doesn't have to be sexual. It doesn't have to be the the standard things we think of, does it? It is when people judge us and try to put their values on the other person, right? Right. They judge. And, you know, so I'm going to throw out some areas that we might have discrimination. We have, you know, the race, age, especially here in Florida. Age discrimination. Ageism is a big discrimination. Why do you say that? Higher or lower. Okay. That's true, though. It It is. is. It is. You know, if you're not in that median age range, then you can hit it either way. Either way. Okay. Um, Socioeconomic status. Okay. You can be discriminated at high and low again on that. You know, we're expecting everyone to kind of be in that median range. Gender. Right. Females. I mean, I've. I've There's still a lot of discrimination. Me too with with female. Uh, Yeah. Go ahead. Education level. Right. Right. Um, Religion, obviously. And not just Christian faith, but outside religions. There's so much discrimination. All over the world. Um, (laughs) Sexuality. Disability. Right. Uh, National origin. Uh, genetic information. Oh, wow. Um, pregnancy, mm-hmm. believe it or not. Sure. And if you do and if you don't, there's discrimination on both sides of that fence. If you're wow. going to have kids or if you choose just to not have to children, not have them. Right. people have thoughts either way. Um, how you parent, right. discrimination, um, personal life choices, tattoos, divorce, single parenting, um, living together, biracial relationships, how much you weigh if you're too fat or too skinny. Right. And how people treat, you how know, you dress, right? Exactly. And All of that is judged, on. and so the bottom line of this show tonight is we want to talk about discrimination. How does that affect you, dear listener? We want you to weigh in. You can ask a question of Doctor Angel, or you can just comment by texting seven two seven eight 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 four one seven one or calling in seven two seven four four one three thousand. Go ahead. So discrimination, we agree that it exists, and it exists worldwide. I think it exists globally. Worldwide. Globally, I mean, the way women are treated in some of these third world countries is just a de- just awful. It's just, <laughs> I can't it's think everywhere. Of it. Despicable. That's there's, the word I was looking for. And there's always groups yes. that, you know, when, when we're discriminating, we're elevating ourselves. Right. Above another group. That's the whole goal, isn't it? Instead to make being people equal. think better about themselves so they put someone else down. And that's really what it does. You know, That's yep. a bell ringer. That is a bell ringer. <laughs> so when no one is free, when others are oppressed. Right. Exactly. We don't have freedom when right. we're oppressing groups of people. Right. But people do it in the name of God. They do it in the name of all kinds of things. I mean, they do. Or, or, or their pet theory of whatever. Or... Mm-hmm. Or the way they think a family should look, or whatever they do it in the name of "quote unquote" good, noble things. Good, yes, exactly. Which kind of helps to justify it. That's what I'm saying. Yes. So there's this myth when it comes to let's hear the discrimination myth. is a lot of pe- there are people who feel like giving others equal rights infringes on their rights, which is the whole argument we have going on between these states. Re- the people that want to practice the freedom of religion and have this law in place are feeling like their rights are being infringed on and they can't give other people's that right because it'll take away their right of practicing the religion freedom of their religion and so part of freedom of religion for them is to deny services or goods or whatever to people that they don't like their and, lifestyle and to, or necessarily be, their religion or it whatever could be anything, anything because things or the are color written. of their hair maybe they have pink hair Things are written so vague. Right. Um, You know, in 1960s, there was um, a famous court battle that went to court in South Carolina. An owner of a barbecue joint um, tried to use the freedom of religion clause to discriminate against serving African-Americans. Right. Exactly. And that went all the way up. Right. All the way to Supreme Court. And he died in, I think, 2002 or in the 2000s, still believing that he was God ordained to discriminate against this group of people. Oh, yeah. Right. Sad. And that's been, I think, the basis for a lot of the race issues in this nation. You know, that that God said it's okay to do that. 
Ugh, it so is I wanna, sad. I want to debunk the myth because okay. really what's true is when we deny others equal rights, that infringes on our rights. How do you how do you mean that? Well, how do I mean that? Yeah, what do you mean? Well, we're going to get to it when okay. we get through the thing. There's right. more explanation on all it. Right. But it does infringe on our rights. Okay. And so what's the root of a lot of prejudice, doctor? Because I see this everywhere we all do, where people have their minds made up. They're, they're like, you know, almost in a vacuum. You know, this is the way it is. It's black and white. So much is not black and white. So much is gray in, a, in our lives. The older I get, the more I realize that. It's, it's less and less black and white, you know? True. And so there, I believe that there's two really core roots. Okay. Fear. Fear. I and agree. I- and ignorance. And just okay. not having information is what I, I agree mean by that. I agree with both of those. It, fear and ignorance. Because so much of the discrimination is based on fear of what somebody... Or just not having information to make a yeah. choice, to right. an understanding choice. Okay. You know, people are typically afraid of what they don't know. Absolutely. You know, we like to stay in our comfort bubbles. We kind of try to associate a lot of times with people who are like us, whatever that means. But don't you see that in America so much? I mean, there's trends constantly. I mean, on the news every day, what's trending today? You know, but there's trends of how to how to walk or not to walk, how to what to wear, what how to think, um, you know, where you go and hang out, what kind of entertainment you like, the songs. I mean, America to me now is so much more trendy than I remember it as a kid growing up. It is. And they say our trend culture changes every three years. What's the basis of this trend culture? Everybody's got to feel accepted. Is that it? Well, you know, the funny thing is a few generations ago, a trend culture lasted a generation. Oh, really? And now it's rapid cycling. Around every two to three years, that trend culture is changing again. Wow. So we are in a very rapid stance of change that's very interesting and how can you define that as a trend culture when we know what is the one of the main components of that is it is it the way people think about things or the way they dress it's all of or? it it can be their way of thinking it'd be their style of dress hair music okay it used to last you know the 60s generation and oh yeah you know, the right. 70s the disco generation and, right you know and then it started you know we even had the 80s still real holding on and then it started it rapid. It started getting faster and faster. Is that because of our information technology and all I would, of that? I would agree that information technology has definitely changed you know, everything. Changed it. Because maybe it took a while from somebody in one state to find out where everybody's wearing then five states over, but not now. It's instantaneous. Well, it? even thought process. Because thought process, like, as okay. a therapist, when I work with people, um, their generation cohort shares a lot of similar thoughts and attitudes right. and beliefs. Right. Just overall. Okay. In a general way. Right. But now it's they're changing. Yeah. Wow. So there isn't that cohort belief system anymore. So what changes those belief systems and what what are some of the factors that make these trends change? I mean, I guess that's the question I want to ask. Well, I think there's a lot of factors that make these trends change. Okay. And so you're right. Technology, we can zip across the world. We can get information. I can talk to my friend in Germany right now, face-to-face over the computer. I mean, so communication has definitely increased. Well, we could take this one right to the root. We've got Debbie in Indiana on the phone. Ooh. Okay. (laughs) Let's, Let's hear from Debbie in Indiana. Hey, Debbie. Hello, Mama Mac and uh, Dr. Falzoni. Hey. How are you? Well, I'm doing good. I uh, was listening to your show, and uh, I had a comment. Um, Please. I wondered if you would be able to share with um, the listening audience. Um, we had, um, we talk about discrimination and uh, how we're supposed to love one another. And we had an incident in our family where we had a death. And the the person that was supposed to do the um, prayer, the opening prayer, um, refused to come because the pastor that was in attendance at that point was gay. And it, um, it took us by surprise because with, with my faith, um, you know, the Lord, and this is a religious comment. Is That's we're fine. To love one, we're supposed to love one another. Exactly. And Jesus did not discriminate um, in his walk here on the earth. He loved everyone, from the tax collectors to the, the prostitutes. You're exactly right. Um, 
And the thing that, that concerns me is, is that if we are Christians and we're supposed to love one another, why would a another Christian refuse to come to a—now, this is family—refuse to come to um, a celebration service just because there was another person there that was gay? There were um, people there of all orientation. There was um, a lady there that is married to an African-American. Um, there were other people that um, their um, sexuality was gay, and they wouldn't come. They wouldn't be. They wouldn't even be. They in wouldn't the be in the same room. room. Wow! Same wow! Room wow! Them and yeah. Uh, I, I just I just wanted to make that comment. Is that aren't we as a nation have since the you know way back into the colony days that we discriminated against the Indians. We discriminated against so many people. Yes. The Jewish people. Um, oh, my. We, we have got to, you know, we're supposed to be the melting pot, you know, of, of this great, great country, but it just seems like that we're slowly pushing people away. And I just want to offer that comment to you. Um, Am I wrong in thinking that? No, um, what, I I agree you, with you. What are you, what are you thinking, Dr. Angel? <laughs> I agree with you. Um, you know, our Declaration of Independence talks about all men are created equal. That's right. We've done nothing but to divide right. since our inception as a nation. There's always right. been division. And so I'm going to go back to what would motivate somebody to not attend the celebration ceremony, fear and ignorance. And right. that's really what it roots down to. Um, and you're right, you know, all religion, most all religions, especially the Christian faith, is definitely founded in love. I mean, there's a verse I think that says God is love. God is love, and yeah. And so when we're talking about discrimination, that's really the antithesis of love. Right, absolutely. Uh, Debbie, did you try to convince this person to come to that memorial service anyway or what how did you handle it well we we decided that uh we understood her view because we have an open mind and oh there you go (laughs) so you chose to be open-minded okay chose to be open-minded because that's what my faith that's what i believe in is that to be open-minded um to not become um, haters, um, so yes. to speak, uh, of other people just because of what they what they are, what they stand for, color, race, whatever you know, whatever it is. But we chose to forgive them. Mm-hmm. Well, that um, was a very good not, choice for not for not being able to be. And are some people are ignorant, and you know they're very they're highly intelligent, very well educated, but they're ignorant of of what God wanted them to do. And I don't, we've never spoken to them since, but we have forgiven them. So it, it affected your relationship with it, them, it, correct? It, it did. It, it did. Wow. Uh, but not, wow. not from our standpoint, from theirs. Wow. Okay, so they withdrew from your friendship or whatever yes, association. Yes, yes, they kind of didn't want to have anything to do with us. Very sad. Well, you took the higher road, um, and I, I commend you for standing up for, you know, playing it out there and sharing that you know your faith is what helps you to keep open-minded and accept others yeah that's what we need we appreciate you calling in debbie and you're living in a very interesting state right now aren't you of indiana yes uh yes we're very controversial right now uh, (laughs) thanks to our thanks to the governor um i think that uh, uh other states are going to follow suit with this so we're just uh for my faith i'm going to be praying about this well, thank you, because we appreciate you calling in, and especially from Indiana. This is cool. Yeah. It's good to hear from All you. Right. Thanks a lot for All your right. input. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Wow. That Great was good. Call. Yeah, I think it's time for song. That song. Here we go. Consider a new pool enclosure or beautiful screen room for your family's enjoyment. Family owned and operated, Boils Aluminum is the place to call for timely installation of all types of seamless guttering and screen enclosures. Boils Aluminum is A-rated on Angie's List and with the Better Business Bureau. Check out their website at boilsaluminum.com or call today for a free estimate at 727-504-9354. 
Mention this ad for a discount on your project. Boils Aluminum, treating you like family with honest and reliable service. This is Megan, an independent ambassador for Plexus, the pink drink. There is finally a healthy solution to help you lose weight. It's a most natural product that will burn fat, not muscle. People around the country are experiencing amazing results, and you can too. Check out my independent ambassador website for my contact info, testimonials, and product information at mkramer, K-R-A-M-E-R, dot myplexus, P-L-E-X-U-S, products, dot com. Prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. This is the Tan Talk Radio Network. will conquer hate love that love that by amy grant and i love that first one haters that just by taylor swift that just went right along with what debbie was saying right there haters are gonna hate 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 so you know and she really segued into our next point because one of the things we were talking about fear and ignorance is what feeds it's the fuel for discrimination it is and you know some people avoid or not going out Associating with people who are different from themselves. Oh yeah. Or oh, that's common. They just stay in their own little. Which is exactly what become happened. Become inbred, <laughs> you know, at the cost of hurting other other loved people. Ones. Right. So there's a big and when someone there. different comes along into their family or their social network or even their church, I or mean, their work or their work, then it's suddenly a person they can ridicule and talk about, and that's sad. You can weigh in today on this show, 727-888-4171, 727-888-4171, or call in, 727-441-3000. We're talking about love conquering hate because of all this stuff in the news right now about the Religious Freedom Bill. And so we're not taking it from a religious or a political standpoint today, but from a very practical living standpoint a personal standpoint yes you know american culture and i think this is probably part of our issue is that we're so me focused oh my gosh doctor we do i think it's me 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 all about me me. self 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 and when we're me focused we're not able to really look out right and so overcoming fear and ignorance how do we do that we see it's a problem it's everywhere Right. You can't turn anywhere without seeing it. Right. So how do we start to overcome some of that? And one of the things is it we can do it. An individual can make a difference. Sure. We don't would be lovely to have the masses. But I today can make this change in right. my life. Exactly. If we all commit to that. There'll be a lot of changes happening. So it takes a personal responsibility type thing and saying i don't want to to continue to be close-minded or hateful or not loving or kind you know jesus that's when he walked this earth all he talked about was love he talked about love god and love others as yourself you know i've got a magnetic thing on the back of my uh, suv and it just it says heart it's a heart heart god heart people and you know, that's what it's all about. That's the gospel. You love God with all your heart and you love others as yourself. And how can we hate and be discriminating to people regardless of whether or not we agree with them in whatever area it is and still be loving? We can't. You can't yeah. love and hate. You can't have both of them. And right. so the hope in this is a single person. We can make a difference individually, and it's going to take us stepping outside our comfort zone. Right. Whoa. But a lot of people are going, no, nah, no, no. I like my pet arguments. I love to, you know, people, some people just love to debate all this going on right now on the news. They do. And that and that's something we're going to be dealing with a little bit later here, because we need to ask ourselves, what can I do to benefit someone okay. else? Oh, when, to benefit when, someone when we're else. giving to other people. Wait a minute. Say that again because that's a bell ringer because that's the basis of this show tonight. You and I discussed it earlier today. Say it one more time. The basis is what we're trying to get at. What can I do to benefit someone else? There you go. 
and not just someone who's like me or thinks like me or looks like me or talks like me. There you go. But someone else. Right. Not and, like and me. Other. An and other. And other. Not like me. <laughs> right. Someone who I would probably not normally associate with, maybe. But, you know, it's so rewarding when you br- you get out of your comfort zone. And my sisters and I, with our parents, grew up in Guatemala. Or our, my sisters and I grew up in Guatemala. My parents were missionaries. And it was one of the best things that ever happened to me in my life, getting out of America and all of that, what that was, and into that new culture and learning to value just playing soccer in the in the schoolyard with friends, not having anything financially or materially, but having that freedom to love and care about other people and just play games and do simple things, you know? That's it. It's learning about others. Learning about, about other, other people, other cultures. Culture, other yes. people, other, just learning. Right. Taking the time to, to, to learn about others. Whatever others is learning about it right and we definitely have the ability with our communication highways that we, we sure have do. information at your fingertips so right we can definitely learn and one of the best ways to learn about others is get in there and talk to them talk to them talk. But some people are so afraid that goes back to our root of fear but some people are so afraid to hear anything different than their own pet uh, theory on whatever it is you know their whole way of thinking they don't want to hear anything different they don't and so it's going to take someone to say, hey, this isn't working for me, and I want to learn to do it different. Right. Because if we're so stuck in that, everything's got to be the way I think, the way I look, the way I talk, the way I walk. You know what? God made everybody different. Diversity. If he wanted everybody to look like you and talk like you we would and all think be like <laughs> you, we would, you would be the clone of everybody. The Stepford, Stepford wives, right? Everybody not, would look exactly like. It's not like that. We are all different. And I think God loves that. I mean, he knows us all and knows our differences. And just, you know, you go back to, and I'll just throw this in from the Bible, Mary Magdalene, you know, a prostitute. And yet, who is the first person that saw the risen Lord? We've got Resurrection Sunday coming. Who? Mary Magdalene. Whoa, what does that say? That says acceptance right there. Very much so. And totally the antithesis of discrimination. Absolutely. Feeling better than or, you know, why was there out. exactly so i mean jesus practiced this what we're talking about tolerance acceptance love 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 for humankind he certainly and that's did. really what it's about and so learning about others and, and keeping our minds open to see that people are equal yes that we're equal no one is better than or less than we're really equal all of us are just as our valuable. constitution really does say that doesn't it um, it was a Declaration of Independence. Declaration of yes. Independence. <laughs> and all men are created equal. Right. You know, okay. You're right. You know, so when we can start seeing each other as equals and we're learning about them, we'll start fading out some of those fears and we'll definitely be fading out the ignorance because the opposite of ignorance is information. There you go. But being able to see that information openly. Right. Um, so the antidote. What's the antidote to discrimination? Okay. Let's hear it, Dr. Angel. It's cultivating compassion. Whoa. <laughs> okay. I think you need to just say all that again. Does everybody know what an antidote is? If you get poisoned, you need an antidote so that you don't die from the poison, right? An antidote is the positive thing that comes in there and changes the effects of the bad thing, correct? Absolutely. All right. So the antidote to... The antidote to discrimination is, is cultivating compassion. Bell ringer. Cultivating compassion cultivating means growing it growing it nurturing it feeding it watering it compassion i've heard defined as seeing somebody else's need and have a desire to alleviate their pain whatever it is you know see things from other people's yeah to see things from other people's viewpoint wow Mm -hmm. wow that's compassion cultivating compassion is what we have to do if we're not going to be entrenched in this discrimination problem but if I'm seeing you compassionately, I won't be able to see you through the eyes of discrimination. Or judgment, yes. True, because they're the opposite of each other. And so that's what we need to cultivate. We okay. need to cultivate that individually. We need to cultivate this as a nation. We need to cultivate this as being part of the human race. Exactly. This is something that we all can do. Right. So it starts with yourself. Okay. All we can change is ourselves. I know we did a radio show on that. But isn't it. that true? Oh, so my. True. 
Because so often we can point a finger at somebody else and say, well, they just need to do thus and such. But it does all start with ourselves. Personal responsibility is the key here. It is. You know, and I love the Gandhi quote where he says, be the change you want to see in the world. Whoa. That's great. That's another bell ringer. I've been ringing this bell constantly. Say it one more time. Say the Gandhi quote one more time. Be the change you want to see in the world. Whoa. Yes. I love that. Okay. And so that's one of the ways that we can start cultivating that compassion is just opening ourselves up, you know, listening, listening, listening and say nothing. Oh, no. Do you know how hard that is for a lot of people? A lot of people cannot just shut up long enough to hear anybody else's ideas or opinions. They've just got to keep their mouth running all the time. Yes, and when we're mouth are, when our mouths are running, our ears aren't working. There you and so go. We need to listen more. You know, even though I may think I know what's best for the people in my life and want to tell them exactly what to do, unless they're about to get hit by a truck or something dangerous, I need to stop myself before I open my mouth. In other words, we got to quit telling people how to live. Yeah, I've discovered that lending my ear but not my opinion is one of the most simplest yet welcome acts of kindness. I like that. That's really good. Lending your ear, but not necessarily your mouth. Your opinion. Unless somebody asks for it, but if they're not asking, hmm. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, smiling goes a long way when it comes to kindness as far as maybe you're not able to have a conversation with some person that's different than you. Maybe that door doesn't open, but the way you just greet them when you walk into a Walmart or wherever, the way you smile, the way you interact with people in the line and you're waiting to check out, whatever, it's your body language. Don't you think that has a lot to do with how people feel, what they feel coming from you? And keeping that open, welcoming body language is important because then people know they can approach you and that you're warm and opening. Holding a door for someone. Um, In the grocery store just Sunday, shopping at the my local Wally World, and you know, a lady was um, in one of those motorized wheelchair and she couldn't reach something, and you know, we were exactly. able to help her. And it exactly, was, it feels good to do that for people. Absolutely, and they're grateful. Yes. You know? So you're saying, Doctor Angel, we can't change the whole world by just this show. We know this show goes into a lot of parts of the world now, and that's great. But we realize that this is more of an individual thing. We all have to get, have a desire. To have a world with less bigotry, less discrimination, less judgment, less critical behavior, all of that, correct? Absolutely. And so what happens is we all look out and we'd say, oh, it's a hot mess, da 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 It's everybody else's problem. No, it's right. each individual problem. Right. And it's each of us individually start working on it, more lasting change will happen. Right. So it's a matter of looking inside ourselves and saying, do I exhibit this behavior of being discriminatory and you know bigot you know full of bigotry and things like that is it time to look inside it's very much self-reflection and i think everyone has some kind of thing that they don't understand or maybe have feelings may they may not act on it but i think everyone has some level of discrimination inside them at some point sure um and at different parts in their lives but if we need to be self-aware of it because we don't have to act on it we right. don't have to run our mouth on it. Right. And that's where we're talking about. And that's what will lead us to mindful dialogue, which is one of the ways. Mindful dialogue. What is mindful dialogue, Dr. Thinking Angel? before we speak. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's a good idea, don't you think? Yeah, not, you know, we call it, and this is kind of crude, but diary of the mouth, we don't want. Right. Where we just talk and talk and it's so, yeah, not productive. Mindful dialogue is when we're having productive dialogue, like we are now. Right. About a very difficult subject to, sure. to take on. And so it's thinking about it and you know and how is this going to impact other people and how the person i'm talking to don't you think it's it's starting with a premise that no two people are exactly alike look at fingerprints true okay i mean god has created people differently for i think for his entertainment sometimes you know and he loves the diversity god if he wanted everybody to be exactly the same like you said earlier in the show he could have done that absolutely okay but he likes the different looks he likes the different personalities he likes all the different things about all of us Mm -hmm. right and so if he embraces that as he does why can't we and that's a great question that is a great question um yeah it is <laughs> that's that's a whole lot to talk about mindful dialogue talk to me about that dr angel well how do we engage in that and that's where we we think before we talk we're not 
act reacting quickly, impulsively. It's not when we're not listening. We're listening. We're hearing. We're digesting. Right. Sometimes we're thinking about it before we walk back in to continue talking about something. Right. Because mindful dialogue is productive. Right. It's not harming someone. It's not cutting them down. It's not belittling them. But it's actually open-minded and productive, which is what we want. But open-mindedness is something that a lot of people don't have. Well, they, they've already made up their mind on a subject, and it's signed, sealed, and delivered, and in the vault of their mind. And so how do we encourage people to say, there might be some things here I don't understand. I need to learn to be open-minded. And how? what are the benefits of being open-minded, Dr. Angel? Well, being open-minded helps us to see from other people's perspective okay. instead of seeing my own. And that it's selfish. When we are very closed-minded, we're only looking at us, our thoughts, our views, our me, 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 me again. There you go. And so when we are open-minded, we are now considering other people and their feelings and their thoughts. Cultivating and their compassion. And it's becoming a package deal. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so kindness. You know, that really goes along with all of this because I think a lot of the roots of this bigotry and all of this is just meanness a lot of times. Yeah. That's that's what I hear, and I see a lot of it. Well, and there's a lot. Underneath. I know it's it's fear and ignorance, and we've talked yeah, about that. And I agree with is. that, but there's some meanness sometimes, you know. You know, and just like our caller said, you know, she was able to come to forgiveness, and forgiveness goes a long way. And that's very important. Here's the thing: everybody is kind of horrible in their own way at times. Really, we're not perfect. We're human, <laughs> you know. And so, what it means, I would agree with that. We are all we're all just works in progress. We're we not. Are. We have not arrived. I don't care how old you are. You don't arrive when you turn his magic age of 40 or 50 or whatever so what i'm trying to say is that we're we're all flawed at times when we're vulnerable to being imperfect we are deeply human and we we need to let other people be as equally deeply human right and i think sometimes we forget that um see it's easier to cut ourselves slack sometimes than it is others right true true and so when we can learn to forgive, right. then we can have more empathy and compassion. Right. Because we know we need to be forgiven. And so it's a two-way street. But How, forgiveness does not mean we agree with what somebody has no. said or done or whatever. It means we just let it go. I'm just accepting that you're human and right. you make mistakes like I do. Right. Um, practicing generosity. It's wow. a way to cultivate compassion. Wow. Giving. Yes. Giving. Um, being a role model for our, the next generation about accepting people and loving people. Um, that's something I've been very mindful to try to do with my own children um, because I want them to be that way. And right. so I have friends from all walks of life and colors and all kinds of lifestyles and all kinds of things. And my kids come around and you know what? They've learned that people are people. Right. And it doesn't matter. Right. And that's that's important to that's me. That's very so let's good. let's model that. Right. To the next generation so they can have that and not struggle. That's like huge. We that's have huge. now. Um, right. Turn off the media and the social media. What do you mean by that? Well, it as we're having right now, hot debates in the media and on social media. If you scroll Facebook, everyone's got an opinion with this this Freedom of Religious Act going on. Right. And we're on one side or the other side, and we're very extreme with it. And it's feeding that negativity. And they get angry. And, and anger. they get, oh, my and gosh, you know, some of that stuff. I can't stand to look at it. I, so here's the deal. So every minute that you allow anger to fill your heart, you lose 60 seconds of happiness. <laughs> Every minute you lose 60 seconds. Okay. So stop feeding it. Turn it off. But, you know, it's become an addiction. And we did a show on this, you know, a while back. And I think it bears repeating that the, the, the I don't know, the draw of social media has become addictive in our culture and around the world. It's not just here. It's everywhere. It cracks me up that there's cell phones all over the world, you know, not just right here. And so it it, people are, they want to hear what the latest so-and-so said, you know, they want to hear. And they can, a lot of times they intentionally spark debate with their comments, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. And I was just going to say that. I mean, one of the purposes that draw people in is the drama. Right. And so we're feeding it by getting into this drama bandwagon. And I just want to challenge how many people have even read anything that's happened or looked up, you know, the statutes or the actual bill. And You all. have. I have. <laughs> but how many people who are making comments have? Right. Probably not that many. They're getting their information from this new station who believes this way and this new station who believes the opposite way. And. It's and crazy. somebody else who feels this way. So we and, need to stop yeah. because we're feeding that anger. We're feeding that hatred. And we're feeding that 
it's time to settle down calm down on this issue um you know there are always as we said at the top of the show there have always been things in our culture and just like in germany with the anti-semitism stuff that happened in world war ii the holocaust the anti-gay stuff back then also that's been going around for a while that's not a brand new topic just recently i mean there's been ethnic cleansings in european countries oh my and the way that this morning oh my goodness i turned the news on this morning and in kenya Kenya. the the christians were killed in the christians were killed oh my gosh i know i saw it this morning too just made my heart ache absolutely and and they said they were asking them are you a mormon or are you muslim or muslim or christian mm -hmm. and oh my you know there's going to be martyrs in heaven that say i was asked that and i claimed that i was a christian and i'm but here it is just today just today it can get extreme and it is getting extreme it is all of this thing is all of this is religious rooted a lot of it well it's rooted in discrimination discrimination and and it can be any other route yes isis is religion rooted but it doesn't necessarily have to be the 9-11 was another issue of you know that hate coming out but jesus you know we don't often talk about jesus on this show but we do on our sunday show but but he really came to unite not divide he came to teach love he in in fact in the whole New Testament all his writings he doesn't say one thing about the gay issue he didn't even comment on it which I find fascinating Absolutely. for those that are so huge into that debate but we got to calm down Doctor Angel we got to calm down and you can even take this in a broader spectrum let's do that almost all religions are based in that same bringing humanity together that love that acceptance right. kind of yes. theme going under the currents of their faith so. That's kind of, I don't know, we've really gotten off track um, as a culture, as I agree. a world. We, we have, yeah. Um, you know, our heart, it's like a garden. We can grow compassion and fear or resentment and love. It's what plant, what are seeds are you planting? Right. If you're listening to the media and getting on these hot debates and it's fueling you, you're, you're feeding, you know, the you're hate feeding and the discrimination. All that, yes. And if you're learning to cultivate the compassion and the love you'll feed that and grow that but when people get that fired up what they do is they they want to talk about it you said that a minute ago they do they get it down on the side and they get fired up and they just want to express it and and let's say there's somebody that has been discriminated about or in you know their life. i think everyone they don't care if they might have they become, a story oh sure we all do yeah, yeah in some way we, I think a lot of us have stories. Absolutely. But we forget that sometimes. Right. So there's so many other types of discrimination, which is what we've tried to talk about tonight on the show, that it can, it's not just a racial, it's not just sexual or same-sex marriage, not at all. No. It's been a problem down through the history of the Puritans coming to America for religious freedom. You know, on and on, it's always been an issue. It's going on now globally with these different upstart groups that are constantly killing people. For religious freedom, so to speak, you know, or religious ideals. Yes. Ah. Well, there's a, there's a quote I really, really want to read. Do, um, please. It's a little long. Go ahead. Um, it was written during 1945, so after World War II, but I think it really impacts, you know, it says, In Germany, they came for the, first co- for the communists, and I didn't speak up because I wasn't a communist. Then they came for the Jews, and I didn't speak up because I wasn't a Jew. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I didn't speak up because I wasn't a tra- trade unionist. Then they came for the Catholics, and I didn't speak up because I was Protestant. Then they came to me, and by that time, there was no one left to speak up. Whoa. <laughs> and that's it. Wow. So when I say that no one is free when someone is oppressed, that is exactly, that's exactly right. what nails that point in. You had a quote from George Washington Carver that I know we didn't get to. Do you remember that? Um, it's here, right here, in our little kind of outline that we have sometimes. Um, be a role model for your children and grandchildren. What he said here, uh, here's, I'll read it to you. How far, this is George Washington Carver, how far you go in life depends on your being tender with the young, compassionate with the aged, sympathetic with the striving, tolerant of the weak and strong, because someday in your life you will have been all of these. True. I love that quote, George Washington Carver. That was a good one. Woo! 
All right, we got to get out of here in a minute. And uh, some of you may still want to weigh in on this. And at different times, you'll hear this show in the next few weeks. And you may want to text us anytime. You can text anytime, 727-888-4171. Or you can email us, and we will respond. And we get a lot of questions. So go right ahead, goyard2014 at gmail.com. Check out our website, goyard2014.org. And at the end of each month, so we're just now starting a new month. All the shows for that month are put on that website. So all of March's shows are now there. They're all current. And you can go there to our website, goyard2014.org, and go to radio broadcasts and click on it and listen to the shows. Tell people about it. Dr. Angel, do you have some final thoughts for us? You no, know, and I just want to really nail down the point that let's let love conquer hate. Let's not get in the discrimination bandwagon. Let's take ourselves off. Let's take back control. And let's just start cultivating compassion. Oh, cultivating compassion let's grow that in our lives let's don't grow hate oh this is fantastic all right we do want to hear from you again you can text us 727-888-4171 with your questions or comments tell people about go yard we are having fun doing the show and we're getting some great feedback so we'd love to hear from you goyard2014.org is our website go there visit it listen to the old shows so dr angel um We'll have another exciting topic next week. We don't know what it'll be yet. No, we don't. (laughs) We like to keep the show relevant and timely with what's going on in the news. And uh, so for you that listen faithfully and tell others, we appreciate that. Tell some more people. And uh, we look forward to being in touch with you next week at this same time. I just want to give a quick shout out and thanks to the people at work who really kind of helped Give me some great feedback for this show. You guys were wonderful, and I appreciate it. Oh, wow. Thank you, all of uh, the therapists there where Angel works. That's great. To all of you, have a good week. This has been Dr. Angel and Mama Mac bringing Go Yard to you live. God bless you. Have a good week. Good night.